Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. God, God, God damn it, Joel Burrow. <laughs> oh, my Bosch does real good to start the show. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed gazing deep into my eyeball as the camera was mere centimeters away. Buddy, they were uh, in your soul. Out. Good visual gag to start our, our podcast, also available in audio form at Fightful Overbooked, everywhere you listen to your damn podcasts. Yeah, Welcome, Tim and Joel, call in the ring. Oh, oh, you talk at the same time. We do that a lot. Do me a favor, go over and uh, find us at Fightful Overbooked on your favorite podcast app. And while you're at it, toss us a five-star review because that will get your friends and our friends together. And our ears will link. And in simultaneousness, we will enjoy each other in in holy audio fun continue <laughs> yeah. well, it was a, a great wednesday this is a great start to, to our wednesdays i mean i've had a wonderful day so far i don't know about you what have you been up to i don't even know anymore man i've been i've been working uh dealing with a baby i'm out here listening listening to people talk about shane mcmahon why? What's that because, about Shane McMahon? <laughs> because a certain uh, a certain website has decided to report that Shane was uh, sent home and quote quietly let go from WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of where my brain is on. What that, does that but... even mean in that context? Where you're the, the the person who has the power to let you go is a lunatic and you're his son. So exactly like, it's it's meaningless it's a it's a timeout like even if that is true like also it's not like he needs the money or anything it's purely a desire to do it sometimes i just i i see the article and i'm like this is much ado about nothing it's either yeah he's come and gone or alternatively uh he's not and this is nothing and vince mcmahon's new son austin theory is just gonna run the show like why not whatever if anything, like I, 
yeah listen i i've been talking to sean about it he's looking into it we'll see what he we'll see what comes up with it but like being sent home doesn't mean you've been fired so who it knows? could mean you were a very bad boy and you need that's to go right. home and think about what you did that's right you need to go to timeout yeah like i don't i don't care who cares by the <laughs> like, way we won't time you out years we will tell so... you how to send us a super chat or a hover chat over hoverchats.com. I got you on that one. You You're got it with so that. frisky for these friggin' pl- plugs. <laughs> You're as frisky as uh, Malik Blade is. There you go. Oh, good little, point. And if you're like Malik Blade and you can't sit, <laughs> you can't stand up just yet, you can leave us a thumbs up on this video. Maybe you can drop us a comment. Why don't you subscribe over here at Fightful Overbooked? Uh, that's what you want. Okay, I'm done with the plugs. Now you can speak freely. Ah, for now. Me. It's for now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so where do you want to start? I mean, we can start about the Spaghetti and Baseball episode of uh, of NXT if you really want. You're going to need to... I've never heard that idiom before, so you're going to have to go into detail on what the hell Spaghetti and Baseball means in this context. Buddy, it doesn't mean anything. You saw the episode. <laughs> yeah, it was a nothing episode. It was... Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Spaghetti First, now, though, you piece of... I I loved that. Um, th- so spaghetti and baseball. Okay. I, I, first of all, I love that there was a through thread. That's something that existed yes. in the show. Yeah, that the, was nice. The the Kaylee Ray, uh, Mandy Rose, chase along. <laughs> and that was that was it. That's the through thread, and that's spaghetti and baseball because Kaylee Ray carries a baseball bat, and she dumps spaghetti and meatballs on Mandy Rose's head. Spaghetti oh. and meatballs. Spaghetti Did and meatballs. that baseball. happen? I don't even remember yes. that happening. That's in funny. the middle of the show, in the catering kitchen esque area. Mandy Rose walks in, and she's trying to hide from Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray shows up behind her and dumps a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs all over that's, Mandy Rose. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I was only kind of in and out. Uh, uh, that's good. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was a reference to like Mandy Rose calling people fugazis. So. <laughs> no, that that would make me a racist or insensitive, probably more of the latter. Former but access no, power, that and whatever. <laughs> I listen. If you want to talk access of power, Imperium had a match to open up the show against Diamond Mine. Diamond Mine are slowly uh, turning face, aren't they? Looks like it. I mean, how can you not when Malcolm Bivens is just so darn charming, just busting so out the charming, Frederick darn. Douglass during his promo afterwards? Good on him, man. <laughs> Uh yeah, dude. I mean, listen, great match. The that Imperium and Diamond Mine match. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? I did. I did very much enjoy it. I will never n- not be thrown when uh Walter now Gunther does his weird ass pin. <laughs> it oh, freaks me out every time. <laughs> the power bomb and double stack and just kind of gets on top and really asserts <laughs> dominance. Full mount, yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's that's wrestling. Full mount. That's wrestling. Yeah, Luthes presses full mount. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, listen, good match. I didn't expect it to happen this quickly because you and I have talked about it a billion times. We're looking at the Creeds versus uh, Imperium at the for like the Dusty Cup Creed winning Dusty Cup and then going on and facing Imperium, and that would be the match. And they take the tag titles. But now we're doing a six man tag, so. It felt a little rushed to me, but maybe we'll just revisit that match down yeah. the line. But that's the thing. It could just be the precursor, right? Like they set this up now and then they have some more stuff to reference when they put together the little package down the road. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. They can say, you know, oh, Imperium, you didn't pin us. It was Gunther who pinned us. 
And that's, I mean, we never lost, but I mean, at the same time, we kind of Yeah, lost. the guy without the championship belt. He's the strongest one. Yeah, exactly. Also the one without abs. He posted like a workout photo. I think Gunther did like mm-hmm. on Instagram. And it was just like, he was kind of the odd man out. <laughs> he used to <laughs> be it was, thicker. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm not, not criticizing him. He's in damn good shape. It's just like, <laughs> it was funny because it was specifically like the focal point of the photo was definitely the abs of Marcel Bartel and uh, the other one. <laughs> the other one. Uh, Fabian, Fabian Eichner. Eichner. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I listen. I I they're getting into better shape and if they if they're going to do it then that's great. If they're going to yeah, get into shape, fun. I'm all for it. Anyway, um what else happened in this show? There was there was a lot that happened because it's NXT and everything just kind of goes through one by one and happens. Uh Toxic Attraction, they come out and they do the in-ring promo. Suddenly Gigi Dolan and and uh JC Jane are going to have a women's tag title match against Persia Prada and Indy Hartwell because they can't figure out who's in the women's Dusty Cup or when it starts. I sat there. Yeah, and like, like what yeah, are we doing? Still, yeah, the fact that the Cora Jade Raquel thing happened, I was like, wait, they're still allowing entrance. Oh, okay, I guess it was very strange, very surreal. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on my and I, 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 I like tuned out for two seconds, and in those two seconds, they they gave them the tag title shot, and I was like, ah, uh, okay. That's uh, that's one way to do it. Yeah, They're not going to sure. win a women's dusty cup that hasn't started yet. You have nothing to add to this. I don't know what to like. It's it's so odd. Like even if you were like, okay, how did this go down? They gave they decided that they wanted to face these two. Dolan and Jane laid out the challenge. They said, "You Which want is it, you so got odd. It. What an odd choice when Persia Parada is alone, like taking on everyone and." Mandy Rose is running from competition. The the, the faction seems divided in, in what their goals are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just very strange. And then Kaylee Ray comes out and Mandy's running from her. And then at one point, Mandy uh, goes to the back with them to get into the car with Toxic Attraction. And we get to Kaylee Ray Undertaker. Where to Toxic Attraction? And then drives off drives with off. <laughs> Oh man, it was very strange, very surreal. And like earlier, Mandy Rose is like listing off her accomplishments, and I'm like, talk about tough enough, talk about tough enough. No, but no, <laughs> they can't. And that's the thing. And and then she just describes about how like no talent will compare with this. To which the audience applauds. <laughs> and I was like, wow, Florida, I mean, you stuck ass. <laughs> I mean, it's full sale. That's just what it is. Yeah, it's just like okay. He's <laughs> so much for American exceptionalism there. <laughs> yep. Uh Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, that happens. The promo beforehand was just me saying, just team up. Just team up. Just yeah. start the team up. Just yeah, team just up. Please it. start teaming up. They're gonna team up. They're gonna be in the Dusty Cup. They're probably gonna lose in the semis, and then Raquel's gonna turn on Cora Jade and then we'll have a match. I mean, she beat her in the match. She should it, it shouldn't be a surprise when they lose. So <laughs> I, I felt bad for Raquel in that match. There were a bunch of times I'd look at my screen and wonder if it's uh, if the truck was having problems with the satellite feed or if there was something else. Turns out there was something else because uh, my screen kept going black during that match. And oh, I thought that was just my weird replay. I was going to ask no, you about that. Oh, that's, that's what that was. It was Raquel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, unfortunately, uh, it looked like there was some, uh, some issues there. But uh, either way, we had Raquel beat the shit out of... <laughs> <laughs> out of Cora Jade. 
and then hug her and be like, we're team now. And we're I sat there, I was team. sitting there. I told you last week, I said they're going to beat the shit out of each other and that's going to be a respect thing. And then Raquel's going to take her under her wing and that's it. And, and now we're going to have a tag team between these two and they're going to lose and then it's going to be a thing. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they didn't say when the finals of the women's tag team Dusty Cup was going to be. In fact, they went so far as to say coming soon when they announced the original men's Dusty Cup. So bold, <laughs> yeah. That was basically them being like, we don't have, we don't have any idea who's going to be together. We don't know who, how, how we're going to do it. And then they just gave the title shot to uh, per- Asia. Oh my God, Persia Parada. Easy for me to say. And Andy Hartwell. Hartwell. Andy yeah, Hartwell. I mean, and we, you know, we got Casey and Caden back there. Yeah, well, exactly. Tag team. End of list. Hey, end of list. End of list. And then you've got Briggs and Jensen who are just like, I like and Carter. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly that. I, I, man, that that's how he read on that. screen too. It was not good. It was not it was well not, delivered. <laughs> the best part was easily uh, Indy and Dexter doing the whole like stare at each other, go to the hot tub thing. And I, I like the I like the finish, like the stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. like. That's the hot tub stare, and then doing a Persia Parada and be like, I'm into something no. else. Yeah, it was a cute little like hammerhead, <laughs> yeah. whatever. I enjoyed it, but yeah. uh, either way, just silly silliness. That's what I expect from NXT. That's what I get. Everyone's in high school, everyone wants to sleep with each other. There's there's love everywhere. Yeah, that's all I got there. Gotta love love. Remember, Tim, remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Gunter name change and we were like, hey, there's another name change that happened or another another change of character that happened. Oh, yes, 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 yes. A certain goddess warrior of the sun. Mm. And I said, I don't I'm not going to read into it as like this over sexualized Japanese anime girl just yet. I don't think it's going to be that. Tim, I was right. Yeah, you're right. It's fine. It's boring yeah, still. Right. <laughs> it's it's better than what she was before, which was boring, and now she's slightly less boring to watch. I actually really like this. I like this character. I like that they I like the way that they're putting her on TV. I like that the way that they have her on screen. Uh I like the way that they have her, you know, coming out looking more like a Harry Potter reference than anything else, and then transforming her as she walks out into this wrestler. I'm fine with it. I liked it. That's fine. I don't. The transform thing is a bit silly to me, but it's fine. Oh come on! It's not that bad. It's it's smoke and mirrors. Come True, on. and it's not. It could be worse. They could be leaning on some other supernatural thing, which is always a problem. But exactly, it's fine. I still don't like. Out of all the people on that roster, she. I'm, I don't care. I, like she's not getting me excited for anything. See, she's probably the only thing that I'm looking forward to right now because it's really? different. Yeah, because it's different and because she was someone that was brought in through the end of that black and gold phase. And now she's got to navigate her way through whatever the new 2.0 scheme is. And like, I honestly think that Japanese women who come from that Joshi background, who come from that, that like almost um, acting playful version of women's Japanese wrestling, like they could do really well in a place like 2.0. Well, I'm curious to see. I don't know. It doesn't it's not doing much for me right now, but I'm open. That's fair. Well, she'd be Kayla Inlay, who's yeah, uh, shut up name. on Dark Much Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the name. Duke Hudson shaving his bald ass head again, but he's clipping it short. I don't know what that was about. Either way, he and Dante Chen are still on their their route to having a match, which I'm fine. I, I yeah, want to yeah, see that. That's good. He yeah, just like oh. had and shirked that like gambler persona real quick. <laughs> 
that sucked. I liked. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm love not. The I'm not really. Persona, but you know. Yeah, I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted more. Uh, Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa are best friends now because they both held championships. Sure, why not? And Ciampa is now his his peon, I guess. Like he's like, I want to make sure you keep that title. Why? Why Ciampa? Why not try to take it from him? Yeah, it was it was a strange promo. They were just like, hey, we're best friends now. We're gonna beat up Legado del Fantasma, and you've been on the top of the mountain. You know how lonely it is at the top. So let's go beat ass. You know, it'd be great if Tommaso Ciampa just wasn't on the NXT roster anymore after that. Where, like, where would you put him, Tim? Uh, I guess the main roster to suffer like everyone else. Oh, it's not that bad over there, is it? No, this week was okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Ron in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, they're in the ring. They're talking smack. And then out comes Cameron Grimes. And he does the most ridiculous thing. Highlight of my night. (laughs) Talks about hair as SpongeBob. And Tim, let me tell you, there is a guy in the back of the arena. This this larger dude, probably in his mid-40s, late, maybe he's in his early 50s, wearing glasses. And he's got he's total dad look, wearing a Chase U shirt. And he says the thing about uh about SpongeBob. And I shit you not, he is the guy overreacting in the crowd. He's like, oh, oh, big diss. And I was just cackling. It's very funny. That was my takeaway. SpongeBob references were fun. It was nice. Come on. You enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved all of that. I loved loved the pre-roll with with Carmelo Hayes putting on his tiny little goat. (laughs) Yes. And being very proud of that tiny little goat. I thought that was cool. And then Trick's just fun as hell. I love Trick out there. Like, really enjoy the pair of them. Like, it's working. It's working really well. Uh, If I have to blame, not Trick, but uh, Carmelo Hayes for Ollie J, then I will. Yeah. Someone someone has to take the blame. Yeah, he's making reference still hanging out with her. So uh, this is on you. This is on you, Carmelo Hayes. You brought us Poppy 2.0. Oh, she's not even like Poppy. I enjoy. <laughs> I know that's the difference. Well, that's the thing. People like Poppy. I don't know how people feel about Ollie J. I'll let the chat decide. <laughs> Give me a yes or a no. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Hair. Thumbs up our video. Thumbs down in the chat for Ollie J. <laughs> oh, please don't thumbs down. Please don't press the dislike. That that would absolutely <laughs> ruin me as a human. I would probably never sleep again. I will be sad. Please don't do that. Uh, instead. <laughs> Just uh, drop a thumbs up and don't let us know what the real is. Uh, okay, 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 okay. This is what everyone wanted to talk about. They wanted to talk about uh, Idris Anafe and Malik Blade and uh, and what their tag name should be and uh, how Malik Blade couldn't stand up because Pretty Girl landed in his lap and he has a boner. He's a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. But he's also in high school, so he has to be a little bit problem. I have absolutely nothing to add to that segment. It's funny. It's it was fun. They're funny. I love yes. them. Like it's it's pretty good. Like it's just yeah. Mandy Rose had to pop in there. I guess you know. It, it's like it's very like basic in terms of its construction. Like there is nothing. Yes. It's like oh thank you. And like yeah, it's an easy joke. And Nofe says they are both brave, bold, and Blade says they're confident. And then he cuts them off before they come to the final conclusion that their tag name should be BB and whatever. Uh, what would you call this team, Tim? What would you call them if, if 
if you had the choice. That's, That's a great question thought. because they have no like they're just just two friends doing their thing. <laughs> like, I feel like two friends doing their thing would probably go across fairly poorly on the main roster. Yeah, because I mean that doesn't even acronym well. Like two no. TFDT TFDT. That's nothing. There we go. It's like the mighty nope. don't fall. TF MDK. TFTT two T's. Yeah, no, it's like the mighty. It's that's why they called them the mighty instead of TM61 or TMDK. The mighty? Just, yeah, cuz TMDK was the mighty don't kneel and people were like what the fuck does that mean? Pardon my oh, French. That's a stupid name. <laughs> two friends doing one thing. <laughs> what Honestly, is that that's, one thing? That just sounds like a white supremacist group, man. I don't Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's what that sounds like. It doesn't it's too mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Oh my goodness. Didn't like it. Less so than Imperium, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, two two guys, one cup. There it is. It's there, two guys, beautiful. One cup because they want that dusty cup. I feel uh, like someone's already made that joke. Well. Yeah, I feel like someone's already made that joke, and it's being used as a uh, as fodder for here. Let's move. Um, <laughs> so bad. Uh, La Knight takes on me in singles competition. You are at ringside. What do you want from my life? What? What? Why oh, because I forgot happen? the thing. La Knight. Yeah. Takes yeah. on me. Thank you. Uh, you know, JC, Joe, Joe Gacy's the best. So uh, he wins the match as he should. What are we doing here? <laughs> We're building Joe- tonight. We're building tonight. And uh, and what's his face? Grayson Wola. Yeah, but why is Joe Gacy and Harlan ever like around? Win matches, baby. Okay. That's fine. I just want to see LA Knight destroy everything. You got to do the thing. With LA Knight. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Every time. Tommy. Oh, yeah. 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 Let me talk to you about Let LA me... Knight. Yeah. How great he is. Yeah. Did you see Did you see my tweet that suddenly got some traction about Knight Rider? Instead of yeah. Zack Ryder and uh, LA Knight were still in WWE, they should be a tag team called Knight Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, LA Knight didn't even seem angry. He just seemed confident. And then Gacy comes up and he's like, that's anger. And I was like, no, Gacy, that's confidence, you fool. Like, the Maybe it's both. Maybe he's yeah. just misplaced anger. I didn't seem misplaced. Grayson Waller's a douche, which he I thought is. was universally recognized backstage. But apparently <laughs> Joe Gacy's a fool. So I don't know. Either way, Sanga is uh, the heavy. That's the new Saurav name. I, I mean, listen, I love him. By the way, the man is very large. And the only thing larger than him is the watch on his wrist. Did you see that thing? It's like, I don't know if anything is big enough to, to prove. I, but it was. I don't think like my eyes big. have my eyes have never been drawn to a watch. I don't, I don't care. It's <laughs> like, massive. It was how massive. big was it? I didn't see it. Like, I didn't notice. I gotta start that fashion podcast with Cher. <laughs> yeah, you talking to the wrong guy. Can't do most of the shit Especially with you. Watches like I don't get it's archaic. Baron Corbin tech. Baron Corbin would have your head for that statement, my friend. What the hell? Who? What, he wouldn't be so. Yeah, oh, man. Maybe wouldn't have lost his money. He wasn't buying stupid ass watches. Those watches are worth a lot of money. I don't care. Okay, they bought for a lot of money. So are dumb NFTs bought by morons? They're not actually worth a lot of money. They probably Jeez. cost very little to produce. All right, fine. So Knight has to beat Sanga with his giant watch or else he won't get a match or a restraining order lifted from Grayson Walla. Sure. Yeah, which Grayson Walla violates, but that's fine. It's wrestling. 
Does, so does he violate it if he's the one who? Yeah, who... yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how restraining orders. Like you, you can't. <laughs> uh, you also can't do that. Like that's true. So why wouldn't Knight just go to a court? In, but it's Florida's too, so it's Florida probably be like, I don't know what to do. Uh, he'd probably go to the court and just be like, Hey, but this guy violated his own court order. Yeah, yeah like clearly he's not valuing this. So like, what, 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 what are we doing here? We're clearly trying to get the law back into its hands of the rightful people in NXT, and one of them is not Grayson Walla. I did anyway. buy new shoes, by the way. I see that in the chat talking about my 14-year-old shoe. I got new shoes. They're just from oh. the most evil company, so I'm not going to pop them. The Nick? The Nicky? Yeah. yeah. The shoes are you are wearing them? Company's evil. No, I'm not wearing them. Am I working out here? Does it look like I'm doing anything? <laughs> clearly not because here we are 20 minutes in and i'm trying to drop blood from a stone here (laughs) i don't know man nothing like crazy happened it was was quality content i find it funny that he's going by sanga because like i i know australians who refer to sandwiches as sanga so like maybe that that they're just setting that up down the road where he's a big sandwich i don't know (laughs) oh god all right okay fine wendy chu omari miller let's get to that real quick uh Listen, if my credit card gets stolen and I know who stole it and I'm not going to get it back, you know what I'm going to do, Tim? Just cancel the damn card. Thank you very much. I'm going to cancel the damn card. I don't need I don't need Miss Tiffany Stratton being like, oh, my God, Daddy's card. What are we going to do? You can cancel the card. If you can use the card, you can cancel the card. Just cancel the card, Tiffany. Cancel maybe she's maybe she just that dumb. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like backstage, a lot of dumb dumbs creating problems for themselves that they don't need to have. Very silly, very stupid. I don't know why they did that. Uh, Draco Anthony went from drinking coffee late night in diners to breaking into the performance center at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, that's probably why he's never on TV is because he sleeps all day and misses the NXT tapings and instead shows up after hours to do everything. He's he's just backwards, that's all. Yeah, I mean, they got to get him on the right schedule or else what, what, what are we going to do? Are we ever going to see him in the ring? Doesn't seem like it. I mean, we saw him in the ring this week and with Andre Chase, and Andre Chase beat that ass. Mostly because Draco Anthony hadn't woken up yet, I assume. What are you doing here? What are you pulling a out? A bunch of coffee grounds. Just uh... <laughs> oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it was almost as good as that Andre Chase comment. <laughs> anyway, that's Draco Anthony. He's the one making the coffee. That's why he's up so late. He's on the night shift. He ain't making good coffee, I tell you that much. Sitting there, it drinking, ain't good. Drinking swill. Either way, it was fine. Uh, Draco Anthony is just going to eventually get a bunch of wins. Uh, do you want to talk about Nikita Lyons? Because we're both musicians, and uh, I had to go hunting real hard for her dad's band. Her dad was a bassist. Did you know? Oh, good. <laughs> like us. Like us, and the, the most the always... most memorable of of musician. Yeah we're, yeah, we're the popular ones, and I know uh, our, our our friend. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just reading, I'm reading. I'm reading ahead. Stupid shit. Uh, our friend Chris in the chat, Chris Bordine. He uh, he's also a bassist. So clearly, clearly, this is going to be of interest to some people. Now, her dad played in a band called Next of Kin. Never heard of them. You will never find any music from them. They also played in a band. There was another band name that was really weird. Uh, and you never hear anything about them either. So uh, there you go. V- and her mom is a groupie. A groupie for what? I don't know because that band that her dad was in was never popular. So why did she have to say it? 
her mom has no other characteristics aside from being a groupie but who married a... why do people not know what that even is why does that word get used so damn much and it's just never <laughs> correct top notch is the other band by the way what Again, the hell that's the most i can't that's ungoogleable yeah <laughs> you, you won't find anything from any other the, the the guitar player went on and did other bands well i spent way too much time doing a bunch of this stuff but either way uh, yeah daddy had groupies groupie had a wife wife is nikita lyons parents did i miss a promo like i don't remember did they run a package for her why did i miss this yeah. entirely you probably what thought it was hell? a commercial you probably yeah that's the thing. so many oh man <laughs> it, it so okay so just explain who this woman is <laughs> Nikita Lyons, who was Faithy J, was at the Las Vegas Triads for SummerSlam. Yes. Uh, She has done a ton of music interviews. She is legitimately a pop musician, artist, whatever, singer. They brought that over to some of her character in NXT. Uh, She's been on 205 a couple times. She's impressed. She's pretty good. She was on WoW Women's Women of Wrestling for a little bit. Uh, Yeah, she's interesting. And she's, she's like this beautiful woman who told her story last night on NXT for the first time in a promo. Nice. All right. But her dad's a bass player and plays in a band or played in a band that no one's ever heard of. And this was important to her character to tell us who her parents are kind of, but not really. Because she's like, I grew up in a van. I'm just like, but wait, it was the eighties. Why would you want to like, you're from California. The only van you would grow up in is one down by the river, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone else could do the Chris Farley voice. Down by the river. And then, yeah, I can't do that. I don't have a coffee table here. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, I have not, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, good night, everybody. Have yourself. A I good mean, that, it doesn't sound like there was much there. I don't know why she would say her mom was groupie. That seems insane. What a pointless thing to add. Yes, it's like you can talk about your dad all you want. What do you can say about your mom? I don't know. Slept with my dad because he's famous. not even very famous here's the thing did that work out very well for tony storm (laughs) well she made her decision to leave while child of the 80s that's one thing yeah like i don't know it's not a character why did why does nxt not know what makes people interesting (laughs) like it's not who their grandmother was it's not who their parents were like it's very, very strange. Very surreal. Let's move to the main event because I don't want to talk about that anymore. Yeah, uh, Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa team up to take on Legado del Fantasma. Let's face it, whenever they put Legado del Fantasma, R- Roel Mendoza and uh, Walking Wild, whenever they're put together in a tag match, they lose. And that's no different here. Braun Breaker, Tommaso Ciampa win. The finish is fun because holy shit, that table spot at the end was something else while flying off the top turnbuckle right into the announce table. what do you think of the match? Wow. Went wild. It was good. Really good match. Like, you know, I love it. Yeah. I mean, Braun Breaker's pretty damn deserving of the push they're giving him. He's just so fun to watch in the ring. Like I, I really yeah. dig it. And I love that they've, that they've set up this as his uh, first post Champa uh, feud. I got Santos Escobar. Like out of Del Fantasma is going to be real good. Little thang. You know, it'd be better if Legado del Fantasma and Santos Escobar won the NXT championship. So they should win something because they, they're not really like they, they have no right to be as confident as they are as of late. Like they just hasn't gone well for them in any way. So let's maybe 
let's maybe you know amp things up with them a little bit because they they yeah it doesn't make sense. The play was Zion Quinn taking over Legato while Santos went elsewhere or built up as a singles babyface. That was the play to me, and they didn't yeah. do it. Exactly, and that they like they dropped the ball on that. So like, while I like everyone individually and I like their like work, it, it it's just the the story part of this is not not working because they didn't they didn't hype up santos really like he doesn't he doesn't deserve to be there yeah exactly uh it just kind of happened and we're being asked to chat when was the last time he had a match i think it was versus uh uh zion quinn a few weeks ago on tv i'm gonna look it up right now look it up right now zion quinn that was the 11th of january he defeated zion quinn yeah there we go no that's not great <laughs> Uh, it was a couple. It was a month ago. He seems to be like a once a month guy. They need to give him a few more wins. They need to build him up with something special. But uh, yeah, yeah, and same with like Legato because like his his two cronies don't come off very strong either. You know, right? They lost out of the tournament real quick. Like, and that's why I've been saying instead of having uh, those two build up, you know, just lose all the time or anything really. Uh, let me restart that sentence. Instead of having Santos Escobar head that team. They should have given him to Zion Quinn to rebuild and Agreed. have Santos go elsewhere. Yeah. That's what should have been. Uh, either way, that was NXT. Of course, we come out of the finish line with uh, Mandy Rose and Kaylee Ray getting the title shot set up for next week on Sci-Fi because the Olympics are coming. So next week is going to be the Women's Championship match on Sci-Fi. And the week after that is Vengeance Day on Sci-Fi as well. That's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks for the ratings talk for the dorks who care about the numbers. Yeah, I don't. We're not them dorks. <laughs> no, we're not them dorks. Again, but... like you know, when when WWE touts uh, its social media accomplishments, like that's not for nothing. Like they're like, oh, number one on TikTok or whatever the hell it was. Like that stuff is more important now, and I, I'm tired of hearing otherwise. <laughs> the only numbers I care about, Tim, are the ones that come. From your super chats and from your humper chats, go to humperchats.com or drop us a super chat here. We'll have a question or your comment read on the air. Tim, let's talk about the Monday Night Raw from Woo! this past Monday. You know what? Weirdly good Raw. Don't know. I, don't don't know what the hell happened, but it was broad <laughs> and it didn't suck. I enjoyed it. I also didn't enjoy it for various reasons. It felt a little bit long at parts. There were moments where I was like, it's only 9.30. I'm so over It's this three show. hours. That's impossible. Like, <laughs> Yep. Uh, they open up with the Rumble stuff. That Rumble was no good, but they bring no it out. No good Adam Rumble. Pierce. Very bad Rumble. Yeah, exactly. Adam Pearce announces that the Chamber's happening, where it's going to happen, says that Lashley will defend the WWE Championship in the Chamber. Cool. Brings out MVP and Lashley, and they cut a great promo. Rightfully upset to be thrown into the elimination, to defend into the, in the elimination chamber. Like half the time it ends up that that's like a number one contender situation. So like how mean poor Bobby, right to be angry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and on top of that, I love that MVP is just like you put him through hell and now you're going to send him back to hell in the elimination chamber. I'm like, it's not, it's not just the chamber that's hell, by the way. The location yeah, of the chamber is of... not so great either. You know? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, uh, out comes Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, who probably hasn't showered or changed out of his gear since the Royal Rumble. Didn't look like it, no. Dressed to fight. His hair is still done up the same way as it was on Saturday, and it's still a little messy. I'm 99% sure he's just so upset that he did not bother getting changed. He just pissed off Brock Lesnar. And he's all like, Bobby who? Bobby who? Uh, Bobby who? 
And then suddenly I'm like, you know, you and I should fight tonight in Sinsa freaking Natty, which of course gets a big pop in the crowd and calls Lashley a chicken shit. He did call him a chicken shit. There's fighting words if you didn't know and you weren't listening to the commentary. Now, what I love is MVP calming Lashley down because I don't need to see big tough heel getting angry and losing a fight. No, I like that MVP was the voice of reason calms down Lashley and says, Nope, we're not doing it. Cause you're the prize fighter. You get to call the shots. Now. I like that bit of, uh, that bit of storytelling. It was good. Yeah, it was me. really good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Roman was tried nice. to bust it or, uh, Brock tried to bust out the word debacle said tabacle. Uh, as I told you in our private chat, I think he learned the word from reading the reviews of the rumble and then tried to use it, but it didn't work out. Didn't work no, out. not so much. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, so they're going to have a bunch of matches with stakes tonight or on Monday night, which I enjoyed. That was good. I'm glad that they, they had a bunch of matches that mattered. That was yeah. nice for a change. Uh, and then we get Rhea Ripley and Nikki ASH. So, uh, match is fine. Uh, yeah i mean it was what it was uh part of me was like in our discord pop the discord join our discord um it was i i I was just like how are they going to screw up this finish so like that's how i felt going into the match and that's something (laughs) yeah that's pretty much how i felt the finish is nikki going for her finish and then instead wanting to like you know showboat to the crowd okay i get it and then ripley does the riptide looks badass and wins the match what i love more than uh is that nikki in the back afterwards does a digital exclusive which i wish was on tv where she completely ignores the loss and she's just like i am a superhero i am you know just delusional just crazy ass woman and that's what needs to be shown on TV more because some of those digital shorts actually matter in the long-term story, not long-term storytelling, but at least the storytelling as it pertains to that week on the show should have been there. Yeah. And I think that that, that really would have helped a lot because here's what I don't love. I don't love that her showboating to the crowd is going to allow them to continue this feud, which is completely unnecessary, I think, because it's just, it's not that compelling. Um, cause it's the same thing they do with every women's tag team in WWE where they, Oh, they're fighting now. And it gets drug on forever and ever. Like yep. all we need to do, Rhea can win this clean that one night on raw and just have it be over. And then we transition to that backstager that shows that Nikki Ash is just unhinged. And then Nikki Ash has a new character. She's come out of this feud with something different and a little bit of growth. And we transition into another feud with that new character. But no, we're going to watch them run it back a bunch of times because Nikki raised her fist for half a second. And they think that that's enough to just to be like, oh, it's not really a finish. Like, yeah, it was just a strange, strange way to tell that that story of that match that she got too cocky and lost. But here we are. If that's the definitive end, it should be. But it's not going to be. No, I know. Like, like what? What can they do with Nikki? Who? Who? Which small women can they put with Nikki to make it look better? That's a good question. I mean, the roster's somewhat thin. Like, the, you know, if they didn't have Dana Brooke with the stupid 24-7 title, they could figure something out with that. But I don't want to see Nikki Ash chase after the 24-7 belt. I want to see Nikki Ash as the 24-7 champion. No, you don't. That sounds Yes, so I do, because abysmal. you know what? It's her being this delusional, shitty superhero heel, almost a superhero heel, 
with this weird shitty 24-7 championship getting out of all situations and thinking that she is like avoiding danger. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's yeah. Batman. Okay, that works. That's something. But it. I mean, sad. That's, a, you know. <laughs> it, honestly, like they've got Alexa Bliss trying to like work her way through therapy. What if she just comes back and becomes the like nikki ash is a superhero and then she recruits alexa bliss superhero or, uh, almost a superhero <laughs> or alexa bliss is her perceived supervillain and we do some sort of uh role reversal where you know the supervillain is the actually the the, the protagonist that's too much thinking tim they're not gonna yeah, go you're right that would you require gotta... actual thought and writing and planning yeah you're you're up here the writing plans are like down here we got to be in second grade here i mean that sounds so interesting they could do that i mean if they're going to keep alexa bliss as that awful character but that's fine you could do something yeah. interesting with it what right do you it. think of alexa bliss i like that it's what fine. do you think i don't know I, I don't enjoy the segments because it's, it's so corny to me like the fact that you know we on wwe shop.com i can't i'm out i don't care like you immediately <laughs> lost my interest i loved it <laughs> So like, yeah, do it, do it, whatever. Do you think I'm a, I'm a go make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that part was dumb, but uh, I like that. You can see Alexa Bliss is giving a damn about this. This Yeah. Yeah. She's doing her best. It's just dumb as hell. <laughs> she's also like in looks reverting. Like she's the eyeshadow is toned down. The, transition. the lipstick and the, the, the way she's dressed is changing. And therefore you accept that there is some change happening. And I, I'm fine with that. If there's yep. little nuance there, I'm fine with it as long as it pays off in some way that isn't like her suddenly going crazy and becoming that same character that she left us. <laughs> You're looking at me to look like it's going to happen. It might. It very well might. Oh, that's fair. Miz and Dominic Mysterio have a match. Dipshit's son loses the match. <laughs> that's all I got. <sighs> Yeah, Ray gets ejected, and it's like, okay, yeah, let's selectively apply the rules for Miz's dumb bits. <laughs> yeah, Maurice isn't there. Fine, whatever. Okay, Ray, just split Ooh. up Ray Dominic. That's all I want. Yeah, it needs to happen. But they didn't take the bait. They set it up, and they didn't do it. I don't know That's why. Right. Over. Uh, okay, KO show. KO show with Seth Rollins. I loved this segment. I love that someone other than Brock got a buy because if you're going to give someone a buy, like, let's, okay. I love that, that KO comes in. He's just like, I'm going to beat Austin Theory. I'm going to be in the Elimination Chamber and it, it's all good. And meanwhile, you've got Seth who's like, I'm already in because I had a good match. And KO's like, well, you should tell them to put me in or you're going to walk. And Seth's like, I don't know about that one, pal. There's a nice little, nice little blip there. I think we're going to have a, a match between these two at WrestleMania. Again. I think. <laughs> Fine, put it put the US title on the line. Yeah. The roles will be reversed. Seth can be the face this time and KO can be the bad guy. Let's go. Yep. Works for me. Uh yeah, it, it works for me as they have a match. Austin Theory, Kevin Owens. I mean, people who know already that Kevin Owens doesn't go to Saudi Arabia. We're just like, cool, whatever. That that's me. I found it hard to get into that match, but the match itself was very good. Good match. Very good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you didn't know or you didn't think about it, about the, the Saudi implication, then uh, then you were able to really get into this match. Theory wins. He's going to go to Saudi Arabia and have that nice little elimination chamber bump, which is cool. Uh, I, a bunch of people running around a ring <laughs> or running around the building, <laughs> running around the building oh, in scooters, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Chad Gable, like, so good. Love Chad Gable. Holy hell. He's really, like, 
busting it all out right now. Like I, yeah. I think he's great on the mic. Uh, he's great in the ring. Like love me some Shorty G. Uh, you can't call him that anymore, Tim. I don't care. You got that 4.0 GPA specifically to not be called Shorty G. Chadwick Gable. That's better. Full sale valedictorian 4.0 GPA scoring Chadwick Gable. Anyway, so he's in the thing with uh, Riddle. They're in a scooter scooter match. Scooter race. Anyway, so this guy with the valedictorian 4.0 GPA is in a scooter race. Well, first of all, I'll have you know that to become the valedictorian at Full Sail University, you have to participate in a scooter race. They wouldn't tell you that on the air because it's kind of like a dirty secret at Full Sail, but that's how it is. It's a pretty uh, academic event, yeah. It is a, Yeah, it is a decathlon-level event. So... They had the scooter race. It's 50 laps going around. People on the internet was like, I wanted to see the entire race shown in its town. And they're like, no, no. Why do you want this? That's crazy. People are NASCAR fans. Bunch of weirdos, I tell you. Oh, my God. Round and round and round we go. Uh, They get to the middle of the pack. And for some reason, Otis gives Chad Gable steak juice or A1 sauce. Yeah. Uh, Very strange. And then we get to the final. Oh, by the way, Riddle knocking into Omos was hilarious. You have very yeah, pretty, pretty eyes. eyes. He does. Very pretty eyes. It's for you, Omos. He was very confused. As he should be. His eyes are not the thing people see most of the time. It's very tall. Yeah. Yeah. He has to like, get on his knee. Anyway, uh, Otis and Riddle eventually have a match because Otis stops Riddle from winning the scooter race right at the very end. I uh, had a good laugh about that. Gable yeah. doing the, the lap around riddle and then going for the finish line it's cool uh and then yeah otis and riddle becomes an elimination chamber qualifier match which i didn't anticipate riddle gets the win over otis no shock there but again with the whole news non-news about riddle and the royal rumble that wasn't news at all uh riddle in the elimination chamber it works for me yeah it's good looking forward to that i think he's fun choice otis looked great greatest mean mug in wwe right now (laughs) love the tight close-ups on that face Exactly. Uh, another Elimination Chamber qualifier, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio. Again, such good match. My God. What did it, no right being on Raw. How good that was. Rey Mysterio with that, like, with the cool, like, bump in his chest, flopping out of the ring stuff yeah. twice. He yeah. did that. Oh, man. Good. Good. Couldn't say enough about that match. If you haven't, go ahead and watch it. It's probably up on WWE.com or at least on their YouTube because they put everything up there. And of course, Styles lands my favorite move in the entire world a Pele kick. <laughs> I, I enjoy when he gets to do the clash <laughs> let's talk about ronda rousey in the do we have to segments. must we <laughs> rousey comes out nobody cares the crowd is not interested and she just talks about rebecca and charlotte and i'm sitting like why what does this have to do with it like why are you calling her by her government name by why why that call was her funny. rebecca <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. Oh, God. And then out comes Rebecca, dressed as the Queen of Hearts. Oh, my God. It was great. If you you didn't figure it out yet, she was dressed as the Queen of Hearts. And uh, she's like, you know, it's going to, you got to pick me. I'm the baddest of all time. I'm the one you want. And then gets a really weird judo throw. And she's like, I'm very poor judo throw. Yeah. And then says, I'm going to give you my my announcement on friday and i'm like cool thanks for having that sound yeah, thanks cool. okay. why does she sound like a mutant 
Like she's just a, a, a strange robot person dead inside. Like she, someone had pointed this out. Ronda Rousey does amazing things. She takes on challenges and attacks them and does exceedingly well at them. Judo in the Olympics wins the gold. MMA breaks down barriers, wins championships. But what happens after all of those accomplishments? Something bad happens one time and she gives up and she's done with it. That's the Ronda Rousey way. And That's what I said. Had- like, this is why she drives me nuts. Because like, as a person, she's irritating. She's with a big piece Let's of garbage. Let's not go too far. Like, yeah, we're not going to go too far there. But, but in wrestling, she had a great rookie year. And then she went and she decided she was going to have a kid, which is fine. Go ahead, do your thing, start a family. And now she's back. And so far, the first two times we've seen her, it's been lackluster at best. I don't know what to think other than I'm not interested. And if Ronda versus Charlotte is the way to go, I'm suddenly very happy at WrestleMania that it would be that because I don't want to see Ronda versus Becky in this scenario as the way Ronda is right now. No, no, no. Like, you know, whatever. Throw again, again, throw together the Charlotte versus Becky match or uh, Charlotte versus Ronda match and just put it on night one, not a main event. Just do it. I don't care. Oh, no, it's going to main event night I one. I know it's going to main event and it's not going to be good <laughs> at all. Neither one of them will do well. They have no chemistry together. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's just the way it is. It's going to be Ronda and Charlotte. Hopefully they talk about their Survivor Series encounter, and that'll be that. I just get it in, get it out, and if Rousey, you know what? You want to talk about title for title? Rousey wins the SmackDown Women's Championship from Charlotte. Becky retains her Raw Women's, well, no, probably not. I guess Becky drops the Raw Women's Championship to Bianca Belair, and then Becky goes over to SmackDown and faces Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. There we are. We got it. Hallelujah. Everybody remember this moment. We did it. I don't know. We got something in the way. Lita comes out, WWE legend and Hall of Famer Lita. By the way, WWE legend Summer Rae was on the bump today, talking about crypto with Kayla, and that's a show that I need on the internet. (laughs) I need that to exist. So Lita comes out and has probably the best promo ever with Ms. Becky Lynch and says something along the lines of, uh, you're a fighting champion. You fight anybody. Why don't you fight me? And Bex is like, uh, 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 no. And then eventually gets caught, says yes, and here we go. Lita gets her gets her match in Saudi Arabia at Elimination Chamber. It's Lita versus Becky Lynch. Such a stark contrast this was. Like, the crowd was so into that. Like, just such a like an abrupt shift in quality once Ronda leaves and Lita steps out. It's just like, oh, good. She's got an actual, like, kind of sparring partner to go back and forth with there on the mic. Yeah, it's like, oh, we can enjoy this. I don't know about the other thing, but whatever. People just kind of know. Either way, I'm looking forward to to that match. I think it's going to be sloppy as hell, but it's going to be real fun to watch Lita and Becky Lynch have a match tear it up. We got yeah, well, y'all enjoy it. I won't see it. <laughs> we got 10 minutes. Let's talk about Dynamite. It's your Dynamite preview, as we do every Wednesday here on Fightful Over Books and Tim and Joel Pod. So I was about to say the website that we don't exactly promote anymore because the website only goes to our old channel. We have to fix that. Uh, yeah, it's true. They're in Chicago. Again. Oh, Chicago. <laughs> Thank you. For the first time ever, it is CM Punk versus MJF. Is this Punk's first loss? Or is MJF going to stay winless in 2022, Tim? Uh, I am of the very, very strong opinion that 
this should be MJF going over. Mm. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Dissatisfied with any other result. Because Punk is not currently on the ascent for a championship match, I'm fine with that happening. Yeah. And for MJF to just be absolutely just a piece of garbage over a victory like this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like something that he never, like he won't shut up about after. Yeah. And it could be and, like a fluke victory too. Like anything. I don't care. Like he just, he should win right now. Like if he doesn't, then it's just going to be like, okay, well, CM Punk's too high on his own shit. <laughs> that's where yeah. I'm at with that. If that's what happens, like. Let, and let Punk loses, loses shit too. Let him start yeah. turning towards the bad side. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, who knows? I, the match the match is scheduled. We'll see if it actually happens. Who knows? Could be a run. It could be something. But usually when when AEW promotes something, they yeah. don't really bait and switch you yeah. unless they have to for medical reasons. So I think we're going to be good. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. I'm interested in this match. I'm invested in this match. We Same. all planned for it to happen at Revolution in our minds, but that's a long way away. So do it tonight in Chicago. Works for me. Malachi Black and Brody King team up to take on Pac and Penta. I am stoked for this Damn. tag match. Yeah, that sounds it's awesome. Hump. It's going to be good. I don't even know what, what to say. I don't know. I don't expect anyone to come back. I just expect some beatdowns and for Pac and Penta to lose. That's it. Yep. 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 Can't wait. Uh, yeah. TBS title tournament rematch. Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose. Again, match will be fine. Don't know why we're doing it. Yep. Don't know why that's happening at all. I guess they got to hype someone up, build them up, get them into a stronger position. Are we getting to Nyla versus uh, Jade? Is that the big the big match? And Jade overcomes Nyla? No, please no. That's not interesting. I'm wondering if there's a slow turn face for Jade. Yeah, if they want to do... I don't know. I don't want to see it. Face. You can't have Smart Mark there. Like... That that's the problem. You got to get rid of you got to get rid of Smart Mark. Jade has to become not humble, but has to be some sort of like arrogant, but still over with the fans, and fans want to cheer her type of face. It's it's a weird weird way to go. That's the thing. Like I do, I want to see Nyla versus Jade. I just I don't I don't know. I don't see it working just yet. I don't think either of them can really realistically turn face. Right, exactly. It'll be fine. I'm looking forward to the match. Soho and, Ny- and Nyla have chemistry, so I'm looking forward to a yeah. match like that. And uh, uh, shocker, last night they announced John Moxley taking on Brian Kendrick, former WWE NXT coach Brian Kendrick and producer. Last we saw Kendrick, he was getting <laughs> tossed off a flight of stairs by you on yeah. NXT. Yeah, he just grinds my gears. That guy. Well, is he going to grind Moxley's gears tonight? No, it's going to lose. Think so, eh? What if he what if he gets that roll up victory, Brian Kendrick? <sighs> Exciting. One more run. Everybody gets one more run. <laughs> what if what if Brian Kendrick pins Mox because Brian Danielson, who trained Brian Kendrick or trained with him, comes out and helps Brian Kendrick at the win? Ooh. Curious. Yeah, could see that actually. I think that'd be a good move. Because we gotta start amping this Danielson Mox thing up. Rather than just having Danielson look like hmm. <laughs> from a distance, I want, that. I want that every week. I want him to come down the ramp like hmm, hmm. just being hmm. Hmm. curious. Hmm. I wonder what might happen. Hmm. Yeah. Where are we hmm. going with this? I want these two to have a match. Hmm. Yes, that's fine with me. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Moxley and Kendrick. I'm sure more stuff's going to come out. Usually around three o'clock, they drop another match that they're going to do on Dynamite tonight. 
but uh, all in all, pretty pretty interesting start to the week, Tim. I'm looking forward to tonight's dynamite because you know, a lot of lot of other potential things in the works. Who knows? We got we got all them uh, ninety days up. So that's true. They announced earlier today, or people were people were pointing out all those not recent ninety days are up. Karen Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, go find the list somewhere. Lindsay Dorado, who's going to show up at every event that you, you know, that you show up at and threaten to kill you or beat the shit out of you. That's just what he's going to do because he's crazy. 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 (laughs) He's going to show up and threaten everybody. And yeah, Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez on Rampage was announced. I like that match. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to talk about it. Going to talk about it on Sunday here. On Fightful Overbooked at Tim and Joel Call in the Ring at noon Eastern. Until then, Tim, where can the people find you on the internet? Well, they can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter. I am at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E A R L. This is Fightful Overbooked. Go ahead, leave a comment, toss a like on the video, and we'll see you in the next one. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Cheers. <laughs>